0: Hey, everybody. Of course, I'm back. This is Dr. Heidi, your toxic relationship awareness and healing specialist. And this is It's Not Normal, It's Toxic, Rid Your Life of Toxic People podcast. I meant to count the episodes right before I did this because I think we're at 50. Of course, I've said that a couple podcasts ago and I was wrong. Um, So maybe I'll know what number we are on the next podcast. Anyway, um, thanks for being here. Thanks for sharing the podcast. If if this podcast has helped you in any way, feel free to share the link with other people. My mission is to provide hope, healing, and freedom for those whose lives have been affected by toxic relationships, emotional abuse, or narcissistic behavior. So, if there is anybody that you know that could benefit from this podcast, please either share it or send them to my website at Coaching with Dr. Heidi or to either the Facebook page or the Instagram page, which are also Coaching with Dr. Heidi. My team and I are very available to um, get back in touch with people. So on today's episode, I have a guest with me, and I have actually known her for a few months. Um, She has been uh, going through my program and has really been wanting to share some of the stuff that she has learned through the process and about how she's grown through the process. So um, welcome. We're glad you're here.
1: Hello I'm glad I'm
0: here. She has such a cute little voice when we talk on the phone she always sounds like that cute little voice like a (laughs) like a um Disney cartoon character is what your voice sounds like. I love it. (laughs) Um, So um again she has been working with me a little bit and we have we've actually come really far don't you feel?
1: Yeah I've Changed a lot since the beginning of um, the process. I
0: think so too. And and I was super excited when I kind of sent a blast out there to see, um, Oh, I think I might've asked you individually, but to see who would be interested in being on the podcast and, and you were right away like, yeah, me, which is cool because she's actually the youngest guest I've ever had. And the thing that I'm most excited about her is the stuff that took me till I was 36 to figure out like she, Totally has figured out in half the time. So I'm super excited about her. But um, so tell me something. What is something that you that you have learned or felt like um, you've been working towards as as long as you've been working with me? Something that you've already accepted as, oh, yes, we're changing this.
1: Um, I've changed like the way I kind of react to toxic people instead of giving them the reaction they want. Mm -hmm. I've learned just kind of be like yeah okay you're doing you over there I'm not going to give you the time of day I'll still be respectful but I'm not going to care what you're doing anymore
0: so you're not letting it affect you
1: oh yeah totally not anymore I'm in my own little space now and they're in their space
0: and there was something we were talking about the other day um, which I think was huge And I don't know if this is the question we were talking about, but um, you said you have figured out that it's okay to put the people that are important in your life above the toxic people who have made you feel like they were supposed to be number one.
1: Oh, yeah, I totally like now I'm putting all my friends above my toxic people, which my toxic person was my mother or is my mother. And I kind of put her on the back burner and put my friends above and I'm like oh my gosh it's so fun to have friends I'm going out now I'm having so much fun I put my boyfriend first now well myself first them closely behind but I'm just having so much fun now I'm happy and I feel like I'm now in a stable place in my life where I don't have to deal with the constant negativity
0: so you were, you were letting your good relationship suffer for the sake oh, yeah. of the toxic one because of the retaliation that would come with you not putting her first.
1: Oh yeah. Like my, I think my biggest relationship that suffered was mine with my, my boyfriend. We would fight quite a bit, not like with each other. Well, we would fight, but it was mostly we were both frustrated at the situation. Mm-hmm my mom put us in
0: and so how has that relationship changed since you have now put the people who make you feel good about yourself and who are on your side above above her how has that relationship changed
1: um this our relationship has never been better I feel we are communicating more we haven't really fought at all or got really stressed besides of course like work reasons things out of our control but we've come a lot closer. I've gotten to know a lot more about him, if that's even possible. We've we've been dating for four years. And well, Because
0: we... you finally had time to focus, probably.
1: Oh, yeah. We've had time to focus. We've gone out and done a whole bunch of cool things. We're actually trying to book a vacation for us sometime in the early summer. So, it's gonna so be are hard.
0: you in contact with your mom at all now?
1: Um, I have not spoken to my mom in two months.
0: And are you doing okay with that?
1: Um, at first I wasn't because I felt very guilty and I felt very like, oh my gosh, what if something happens to her? I won't know. But no matter if anything happens to her or not, not me wishing anything happens to her, but I know I will know as soon as possible if something did happen to her. Right. And it's not like I'm saying goodbye forever. I'm saying I, you are not good for me right now. Let's maybe try again later.
0: Right. That's, and again, to the listeners, I love hearing her say that because, because of her age, I, I just, I love the fact that she has wrapped her head around the, the, the real situation for what it is and been able to set it on a shelf, basically move on with her life and put her energy into the people that deserve her energy and the people that give back to her like how she deserves. Now, um, Ka- Caitlin, you were talking about guilt. Have you, what have you learned about guilt?
1: Um, I've learned that it's pretty much okay to feel guilty at first. Cause it's going to feel bad when you first let go of someone because they are an important part of your life. Like my mom is a very important part of my life. Mm-hmm. She's will always be a very important part of my life. There's no changing that she's my mom. Um, but I did feel super guilty the first month or so. And there's sometimes where I do feel like, Oh my gosh, mother's day is coming up. I feel so bad that I'm not talking, talking to my mom. But then I'm like, Oh, if I were talking to her, there'd be so many problems. Like, when she, she decided to come and visit a couple months ago, she just stayed for, like, two and a half, three weeks. And I got in trouble at work because I was doing really bad at work because very it was a very stressful situation to have her here. Mm-hmm. So, I think back to the times <laughs> where we weren't doing well, and now I think, now I'm doing great my work ethic has never been better. I'm doing great at work. I'm doing great in all my relationships. That's how I kind of level out the guilt, if Mm -hmm. that makes sense.
0: So you'd, you'd rather have to feel the guilt and deal with it, than have to deal with everything else that comes along with staying in contact with her at this point.
1: Oh yeah, totally.
0: And I love that too, because we talk about guilt quite a bit. Um, when I'm talking to clients, guilt is an emotion. So us as emotional people are going to feel guilt where people that have less emotion don't feel guilty. So a toxic person knows that if they can make you feel guilty enough, our emotion rules us. So by playing the guilt card, they, they have a high, high probability that they're going to manipulate that, but manipulate us into doing whatever or getting whatever they want. So I love that you're saying, you know what, I feel guilty because I guess we strive to not feel guilty. And you're saying, no, I do feel guilty. Like I still have emotion about it. I feel guilty, but I'd rather process the guilt than have to deal with all the other character traits and manipulations that she's got going on right now. So I love that.
1: That's totally how I feel. I'd rather me feel bad in the moment instead of feel bad all the time.
0: Yeah. And, and I think you're slowly realizing that really everything in your life has stepped up a notch since you made the decision to put yourself first, you know, and, and it may be that, that her in your life at any level at this point is not what's best for you. And I love that you have decided um, that right now it's not working. Maybe in the future it will, because that attitude is not a hateful attitude. It's a very forgiving attitude. You've kept the, you know, you've kept the possibility of a relationship open. And that is very, very mature. I love, love hearing you say stuff like that. How are you using your past to help other people? Have you been able to, since we've been working together, been able to, you know, see things in your friends or see things in your family that you've been able to, you know, give recommendations or, you know, educate at all?
1: Yeah, I've, um, I recently told you about a, a friend group I have where we had this one person who was just, he was not very nice. He was calling off his like mean names. And he, even that sounds very childish, but in in essence he was being very childish, but in a very rude way.
0: Toxic people sometimes are very childish if they don't get your way. So we all (laughs) understand
1: that. Oh yeah. And he was just, he was just mean and if no one really paid attention to him he would go on this big big long tangent about how no one cares and then if anyone gives him any sort of attention and he was like oh I don't want the attention now or you know how it goes yeah but I um I took the initiative because no one was happy in our in our friends because he would just kind of tag along whenever we were doing anything and I said you're not welcome here (laughs) Even oh, though
0: you did? Yeah. What did your other friends do when you said that?
1: Um, they were kind of shocked that I said it, but at the same time, they were very thankful that I took the initiative to remove the toxic person out of our friend group, and we've all became really, really close afterwards. We were already pretty close, but we became closer because now we didn't have to, like, sidestep around this person.
0: So now that that um, that person is not in the group anymore, is the dynamic of the group different?
1: Oh, it's it's much different. We're all very, it's it's like a happier group dynamic. Like we're all very happy now. We're all very relaxed now. We are able to like, you know, before we aren't weren't able just to like come over to someone's house and like make dinner together and eat and drink, right? Because he would be like, oh, I don't want to do that. We should go do this. Oh, I don't want to do this. We should go do this.
0: Like an attention
1: hog. Oh, yeah, totally. He's a total attention hog. Oh,
0: well, good. I'm glad that you made the decision for everyone.
1: And it did feel weird making the decision for everyone. And I didn't like do it without their consent. I was like, hey, I'm going to do this. If you have any disagreements, let me know before I do this and most of them were for it. So it was, it was a good good
0: lesson for you too, because you've been very non-confrontational because you don't want to, you know, cause conflict or make a problem. So that was probably a big step for you to stand up for yourself and your friends.
1: Oh yeah, it was. I was very scared at first, but it did really help me figure out like, this is my breaking point and this is my limit. And it did help my friends which who how,
0: i how did you feel I, after did you feel guilty about doing that too or were you totally okay with it
1: i felt guilty for a little bit but then i just kept remembering like all like all the things that he said to like me and my friends and all the just his overall attitude his negative attitude i was like you know what that in my life i've had that in my life My whole life with my life, with my parents. So it's just, I'm happy that I'm able to shed that.
0: Yeah. And, and know that you're making the right choices for you. What do you feel like you would still like to see change? Like, where do you feel like your work still needs to be done? Because I know I've gone through um, the healing process after toxic relationships and, I mean, it's tough. It's one thing after the next and and about the time you think you're doing good, then an email shows up from, you know, the toxic person or, you know, you start feeling like a failure in your confidence tanks. And I, so I know that the healing process is a, I don't want to say it's an uphill climb, but it it kind of is. Um, I will also say though, that when you get to the top, it's way worth it. So what are you still feeling like um, you would like to see grow in you? In the
1: future, I would really like to see like my confidence grow because I know I sometimes I seem confident, but it does take a lot of talking up for me to do something. Like it took a lot of talking up for me to like kick that friend out and stop talking to my mom. Mm-hmm. And there's sometimes where I tank and I'm just like maybe I should like talk to them or maybe I should apologize. Mm-hmm. I do want to. Um, work on my confidence and also help like I want to be able to not have any more triggers mm-hmm. which I know it's not really possible but I want to kind be able of to work
0: through the triggers yeah work through
1: the triggers that's what I'm trying to say work through yeah. the triggers
0: and I do think that the more you work through them the less you have because they're easier for you to they're easier for you to notice and kind of diffuse quicker because um, I-
1: I've noticed a lot of my triggers are like smell-based
0: that is funny that you say that because I have very very sensitive smell also and I have some of my triggers are smell-based and you're the only other one that said that (laughs) so yeah it is very very true
1: like I can't smell certain perfumes or else I get like really bad triggers Mm -hmm.
0: and then you know you just have to kind of talk talk yourself down you know that was then. This is now. Everything's safe. You know, and I say that all the time. I talk to myself, but that's how I talk through stuff like that. So just start talking to yourself because the people that love you don't care if you talk to yourself or not. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, um, is there anything else you'd like to tell people? If you if you were talking to people your age um, about how to maybe um, speak up for themselves or um, you know, stand their ground if if they're having trouble with friends or in a relationship is there anything that you'd like to say to people
1: I I feel like people especially my age they're in the the people pleasing age though you can be a people pleaser at any age but I feel like right now we're like trying to like kiss butts and try to get up where mm-hmm. we want to get at. but I feel like I don't want to be a people pleaser I want to be a me pleaser And I feel like people need to realize you should please yourself first. Like you should be, if a relationship's not working and it's hurting you, you should leave it. Mm -hmm. I know that it's easier said than done, but.
0: But the relationship with yourself is the most important.
1: Oh yeah. The relation. if you have a bad relationship with yourself, then you're you're kind of screwed.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's going to carry over into all your other relationships. Exactly. And I do think that you're handling the triggers that, that, you know, you are having pretty well. I don't get a ton of um, messages from you. I think that you usually can talk yourself out of things very quickly. The other thing I would like the listeners to know, um, she, she also is um, being a very good example. She's got, um, are they cousins?
1: Yeah, I got cousins.
0: And she has been a, mentor slash babysitter for a girl in the community who has an upbringing kind of like you. And you've kind of been there for her when, when she goes through rough patches also, correct?
1: Oh yeah. Whenever there's something going on with her parentals, I'm always the first one there. I try to talk her through it in a way that she'll understand. Cause she's, she's very young. So I, I can't talk to her like the way I talk to you or the right. way I talk to my friends so, so I try to explain
0: it. So what I love about this is you're already paying it forward and you're already taking your past and turning it around and using it for something for for purpose.
1: Oh yeah, I I, I always I'm a strong believer in pay it forward. That's why with like my schooling, I'm going to school for law and I want to deal with like people in my my situation where like the parental wasn't the best parent at the time, but say like your grandparents were the best parent at the time, I would like to Mm -hmm. work with kids or work with people to get it. So the, the child's with the best parent possible.
0: See, I love that. And I love that. Um, you know, you've, you've, you're turning your past into your passion is what's, is what you're doing. And that is a perfect example. Um, when I talk about, we don't get to choose our path. We only get to choose what we do with it. You know, and everything that we need for our future is what we're going through now. You know, we have to learn the lessons in order, you know, to be prepared for what's coming. And that's what I love about you. It's like you've, you've just, you've lived it, you've done it, you've you muddled through it, you survived, you and you're already on to the next thing and you're growing like crazy. And I love that. So thank you so much for being on here. Um, if any of the listeners have questions for her um, go ahead and get a hold of me and I can direct them to her. I have a feeling you would be totally okay with answering questions from listeners, wouldn't you?
1: Oh yeah, totally. If you have any questions, I'll be happy to answer them. Yeah.
0: So if be, just because you're from a younger generation, that's why I'm opening it up for questions. I do I have had people that I know are listening for their children or for their for stepkids um, and are trying to relay the information. So if you do have questions, email them in to me and I will get them to her and she can kind of give some feedback. Uh, maybe we can make a connection there. Also, and you can kind of chit chat. But thank you for being here with me. And um, I hope to talk to you soon. I'm, I'm thinking you'll be on um, the podcast m- more than just this time.
1: Yeah, I can, I'm, I can come back anytime you want. Okay, good.
0: So again, this is Dr. Heidi with It's Not Normal, It's Toxic. Rid your life of toxic people. And we will talk to you soon.